Hi again, Attorney Steve Vondran, and welcome back to the Vondran Legal Hour. Okay, we are talking in this podcast episode, general legal information only, not legal advice, so not a substitute for legal advice, general information, things from the trenches, the litigation and the settlement trenches, and letting you know what's going on out there in the big world, okay? So we're talking in this podcast about these software settlements, okay? Um, You know the major trade associations. We've talked about these in other blogs and videos. Um, You get into the point, you do your audits, you get down to the end and you're like, okay, so we're close to settling this. And then you start talking about the confidentiality. This is a big thing in these cases. Now, I think it's pretty common knowledge that these settlements can be posted on the internet. In other words, we just settled with a architect or an engineering firm, um, and we have, you know, they they have paid us sixty thousand dollars. Cases settled, and you know, so forth and so on. You go, well, how how did that get up there on the internet? Like, why would you post that on the internet? From the software company's perspective, naturally, they would love to post it. Why? It has a deterrent effect. You know, it it stops other companies from doing it because nobody wants to be posted on the internet in a press release or picked up by by the major news organizations. You know, this stuff can, you know, not to say go viral, but it can certainly be shared on the internet and things like that. So, you know, companies have a real interest, companies that are settling these software cases, or in some cases, these adult pornography cases where you have these copyright bullies coming to, you know, enforce their copyrights and get big demands out of people and everything. So these are the types of cases we handle and confidentiality is always key. It's a big key provision. And sometimes it's the stuff that that really makes you go to bat and go to fight for your clients to get the confidentiality because believe it or not, sometimes they don't want to give it to you. Sometimes they say, you know, we think your client is a pirate, a pirate of whether it's a movie, music, you know, software, video games, books, whatever is a pirate. You pirated it. You know, one of the things they'll say is, you wouldn't walk into a store and steal a movie, would you? Well, no. You wouldn't walk into the store and steal Microsoft Office or Autodesk AutoCAD, would you? No. Um, you know, you wouldn't steal Adobe Photoshop off the shelf, would you? No. So why are you doing it online? You know, like through BitTorrent or something else, these file sharing sites. So getting down to the end of these cases, you know, it's kind of critical to make sure that you can button this up, get this thing settled, close it out, put a little bow on it. Um, and, 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 you know, just go, we're done, you know, we're done. It feels good to be done. So, um, but we're talking in this case, it, 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 you know, I'm going to give you a little exam as a sort of a fact pattern that came up recently that sort of raised some eyebrows for me and made me go, wow, is that legal? That's something I have to actually look into because it just feels wrong. You know, having gone through four years of law school and two state bar exams, I mean, something just triggered me. I said, just something just doesn't seem right. If this was on a bar exam, I'd be talking about it. So anyway, the situation was this, okay? So we got to the end of a, this was a software case, okay? And I'm not going to name which company, who it was, whatever. You know, we try to keep working relationships and making things work, right? Um, So I'm not going to sit here and slander or defame somebody, but I'm going to talk a general fact pattern is software company says, fine, we've got the deal. Let's get it settled. Let's call it $25,000. You say, well, we're going to settle this case for $25,000. It takes care of all the 
the past infringement, blah, blah, blah. They can go out and buy new software, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So we get down and I say, okay, great. We got a deal. And they say, well, and I get the contract and I say, well, well, wait a second. The settlement agreement says this will not be confidential. And the attorney, the, the intellectual property attorney, copyright lawyer on the other side says, well, did you want, did you want confidentiality? It's almost like order. So it's like serving me like a burger with some fries. Do you want some fries with that? Oh, did you want to shake? You know, so it's just like, well, duh. Well, naturally we want some confidentiality. Who would want to, who would want to post this anyway? Oh, Oh, so, oh, you want confidentiality? Oh, wow, that's that's going to be extra. You know, this is like I'm ro- rolling through Dairy Queen or something, you know? So I was like, what do you mean extra? I mean, and, and this was, you have to keep in mind, I had previously been offered two scenarios. One was settlement with confidentiality. Another one was a price, a settlement price that was um, lower without confidentiality. So it's kind of weird, right? So in other words, the software company is saying, look, if you want if you want confidentiality, you can settle for 30. If you don't want it confidential, we can settle for 25. You want to save $5,000. So it's kind of the same. And, and in the email that was sent to me, it said, my client has already authorized confidentiality. So I was like, wait a second. So my, my law school radar went up and I said, wait a second, you already, your client already authored this to be confidential. So now you're basically haggling with me. You're haggling with me for $5,000 if I want confidentiality. In other words, if I pay you $5,000 extra, then you won't expose me and my company. And when I started thinking along those lines, I said, wait, exposing people, exposing secrets, um, exposing copyright infringement, violations of federal law. I was like, wow, that sort of sounds like extortion. I go, I should look up the law. And, you know, so I'm licensed to practice law in California and Arizona, and we handle federal ca- copyright cases being federal law. We handle those nationwide. So we deal with quite a, quite a few different types of copyright scenarios. But um, I this particular case, the software companies in California, a lot of the cases are the software companies are based in California. So I looked up California extortion law just to be sure, like I understood it because I didn't want to know if I was missing something or if something was being strong armed to me, you know. And so I looked it up and it actually arises under California Penal Code Section 518. That's Section 518. And I and I looked at it and and it talks about it defines extortion or California law. It says extortion is the obtaining of property, that'd be money, from another, that'd be my clients, with his consent or her, or the obtaining of an official act of a, of a public officer induced by a wrongful use of force or fear, wrongful use of force or fear or under color of official right. And I was like, okay, well, that sounds like wrongful use of force or fear. I mean, that would scare the hell out of me if I was running a business going, oh, my God, they're going to like post this on their website and social media. What's it going to be in a news show? What the hell are they going to do now? So, But it goes down, if you look at Penal Code Section 519, that defines what the wrongful use of fear is, and they give you five examples Five examples. 
of threats of any of the following is it will constitute extortion, okay? And remember, there's civil extortion and there's the kind of extortion a prosecutor would be interested in. This is probably more along the civil lines where somebody may say, I, you know, there's a cause of action for civil extortion. But let's go through the list real quick just so you can say, hey, you know, I listened to Attorney Steve podcast today, real informative. Um, and so here's the five things. Doing any of the, doing any of the following may constitute extortion by threat of any of the following. So one, to do an unlawful injury to the person or property of another. So that, so that makes sense. I'm, I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to beat you up, you know, so... Um, that's one. Two, two, to accuse the individual threatened or a relative of his or her or a member of his or her family of a crime, accusing someone of a crime. So that sort of blurs a line there because, you know, these copyright infringement cases, when you have mass widespread copyright, you do have potential criminal exposure. So, you know, if somebody is actually coming right out and telling you we're going to report you to the prosecutor, then that can be a very serious issue. They're trying to force a settlement by threatening you with a crime. So that's another one, extortion. Three, and this is um, another one, to expose or to impute to him, her, or them a deformity, disgrace, or a crime. So it's a little bit redundant. So one is to accuse of a crime. The next one is to expose of a crime. So those are kind of hand-in-hand, but there are some differences there. Um, you have to look up the case law to really dig into each of these prongs. So this is general information only. Um, number four, this is the one that I think is maybe on point, to expose a secret affecting him. In other words, if you're in uh, the wrongful use of fear is, is threatening to expose a secret affecting him. Now, that seems pretty wide open, so you have to be careful about that. You know, it'd be like somebody going to, to school saying, hey, I'm going to tell everyone you have a sexually transmitted disease unless you pay me $500. So you may have a problem here, okay, on these kinds of things. So when somebody's telling you, and the fifth one is to report immigration status, okay, to report immigration status. So, and that's probably a, that's probably a bigger one than we even know. Actually, that's probably going on out there. But those are the five under California Penal Code Section five nineteen that are dealing with extortion and civil extortion and what it is, what it means. So, you know, back to my hypothetical. So then you get back to these these questions where they say, I have. Uh, my client has authorized confidentiality, so so we're willing to do it. However, if you want it, you're going to have to pay me $5,000 to get it. So, you know, like I said, I'm not answering any questions here. I'm raising issues, things to think about in these kinds of cases because, you know, sometimes I think it just it goes too far when you push too hard to get that settlement. Um, that is, you know, and if it's something that you have a lawful right to do or a good faith belief in or things like that, then, hey, that's probably another story altogether. You know, it's, it, you know, lawyering can be a tough business, but when it crosses that line into, I'm going to tell on you, the whole world's going to know, you're going to wish you would have paid me, it's something to think about, okay? So issues being raised here by Attorney Steve Vondra in business, real estate, intellectual property law. We have handled lots of copyright cases, have helped lots of companies, lots of businesses. So if you need some help, give us a call, and we can help you with your software audits, bully letters, bit torrent defense, 
DMCA, you name it, baby. So again, this is attorney Steve Vonner. I got to get back to work. Got lots to do today. Appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share it on your social media networks. Again, general legal information only, and we look forward to working with you. You can find us on the web at askattorneysteve.com. That's askattorneysteve.com. Have a great day.